Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi everyone, thank you for watching this. In this video I'll talk about two of the most influential fiction writers of the 20th century, Franz Kafka and Marcel Proust. Marcel Proust's masterpiece In Search of Lost Time is considered the best novel of the 20th century. Kafka's short story The Metamorphosis and his novel The Trial were groundbreaking. Both lived in the same period, both with a Jewish background, both wrote about the human condition, and both have given us literary terms, Kafkaesque and Proustian. I've talked about them extensively in separate videos, so in this video I'll compare the two by talking about their lives, writings, styles, themes, and finally what makes them great and how they are different. But first let me give you a little historical background. Late 19th century and early 20th century was a huge period of changes in Europe. Traditional entities were crumbling, so new forces were vying to replace the church and monarchies. Among these groups were the socialists and nationalists, who were at the forefront. As a result, Eastern Europe adopted socialism, while Western Europe became nationalistic. Franz Kafka lived during the last decades of once powerful Austro-Hungarian Empire. Proust lived during the French Third Republic after the collapse of the Second French Empire in 1870s. They both lived during World War I. Now let me look at their lives. Marcel Proust was born in 1871 in the posh suburb of Paris, while Kafka was born eight years later in 1883 in Prague, both in the same month of July. Both were city boys. Proust's father was a prominent doctor and his mother was a wealthy Jewish woman. Kafka's parents were both Jewish. Proust obviously grew up speaking French while Kafka spoke and wrote in German, the language of science and literature at that time. We all know that Kafka disliked his tyrannical father, so much so that in a letter to his father in 1919 Kafka wrote, My writing was all about you. That sounds scary to me. Proust had a very close bond with his mother, which shows in the bulk of his novel In Search of Lost Time. Proust's education was interrupted many times due to his asthma attacks, so he never went to university. Instead, he immersed himself in literature and books. Apart from one year serving in the French army between 1889 and 90, I say French army, which means you don't have to do much, and one summer volunteer job at a library, Proust never worked due to his family's wealth and because of his ill health, of course. Proust used his army experience as his novel, but he didn't sit on his bottom. He read a lot of books, met literary and artistic-minded people, and also wrote a lot. Kafka, however, didn't have the wealth, so he went to university to get a law degree and found himself a job at an insurance company, which he hated. He mostly wrote in the evenings and at night. He worked there for 15 years before being able to retire to his poor health. So Kafka wrote short pieces because he didn't have the time, while Proust wrote the monumental novel because he did have the time. Both Kafka and Proust suffered from bad health throughout their lives. Neither Proust nor Kafka married nor had any children. 
Proust was gay, while Kafka got engaged to a woman twice, each time got rejected due to his ill health. Not being a good enough candidate to provision. Kafka was 182 centimeter tall, or about 5'11", while Proust was a little shorter at 170 or 5'6". Kafka was a timid person and very critical of his own writing, so much so that he never finished any of his novels and even told his friend Max Brod to burn his books. But his friend broke that promise and the world is thankful for that. Proust was a social animal, he loved the company of Parisian high society. But later in life he sealed himself inside his apartment to write. He was extremely sensitive to noise. I can imagine him writing during World War I in Paris. Proust died in 1922 after catching pneumonia at the age of 51. Kafka died two years later in 1924 after contracting tuberculosis at the age of 40. Also important to know that Kafka's sisters ended up in the Nazi concentration camps in 1940s and died there. Now let me talk about their inspirations and authors they admired. Proust was immensely influenced by fellow French giants like Balzac, Flaubert, Montaigne and Stendhal, but also Russian writers like Dostoevsky and Tolstoy. His philosophical influence was Nietzsche and Schopenhauer but also the French philosopher Henri Bergson, who placed human intuition at the heart of his philosophy of time, which is the foundation of Proust's novel In Search of Lost Time. I have discussed his philosophy in my video on time perception. Another huge influence on Proust was the English critic John Ruskin, whose book Sesame and Lilies, which Proust translated to French in 1905. Ruskin placed artistic creativity as a kind of responsibility on us to understand nature, and then produce something that contains that beauty in an art form. I think that's what Proust did in his novel. Kafka's influence is also the Russian writers, most notably Dostoevsky and Nikolai Gogol, as you can see many similarities in their works. The dark, edgy nightmare of human existence, a state of paralysis. But he was also influenced by philosophers such as Nietzsche and Schopenhauer, but most crucially I think Kierkegaard, who said that human anxiety was due to our freedom. Kafka echoes this in his quote, I am free and that's why I am lost. Prior to modernity, most people's lives were confined to their social status and God determined everything. But modernity killed God and allowed mobility and freedom, which also brought responsibility, as Uncle Ben said. With responsibility comes anxiety. Also important to note that just like Kierkegaard, Kafka was a bit more invested in religion. Proust, however, showed no interest in religion and politics. So Proust's writing avoids religion and politics for the most part, instead focused on art and literature. Also, I should point out that their respective languages had a massive influence on them. Kafka belongs to the German world, highly scientific, methodical, organized way of thinking that in some way stifles freedom, while the French allowed artistic sensibilities, avant-garde experimentation and general freedom. The Germans ate their sausages and drank beer, while the French ate cheese, bread, drank wine and put on their perfume to find a mate. A while back I discussed how Proust cultures intertwine with smell, as a result they value more art and literature while the Germans value logic and science. The Germans are known for their music, which is also highly mathematical. Proust does appreciate music, but he absolutely hated sound, so much so that he had to seal his windows to make his apartment soundproof, especially during the war. 
German culture is also on the whole more masculine, while the French is more feminine, and these differences are reflected in Kafka and Proust. Kafkaesque is about the hardware, like the legal system, Freud and guilt, prison, castle, alienation, while Proustian is about the software, like intuition, time, sense of smell, touch, taste, memory, beautiful art, literature, and romantic love. Kafka is pessimistic because the world is a terrible place for the individual, while Proust is optimistic because on the inside individuals can find freedom through Nietzschean artistic creativity. Kafka was stuck in the German bureaucracy while Proust parted among the Parisian aristocrats. Writing Korea in 1896, Proust, aged 25, published Pleasures and Days, a collection of short stories, poems, and fragments. Around the same time, he wrote a novel, Jean Santoy, but never completed it. This did, however, become the foundation for his masterpiece, In Search of Lost Time. In 1908, when Proust was 38, he began his masterpiece. So he spent the next 14 years of his life completing one of the greatest novels of all time. Despite a somewhat short life, Kafka wrote three novels and a great many short stories. His most famous short story, The Metamorphosis, was published in 1915 when he was 32 years old. Although he wrote his novel America in 1912, The Trial in 1914, and The Castle in 1924, they were all published after his death by his friend Max Brod. It is important to note Kafka didn't complete any of his novels, so we do not know the ending as Kafka had intended. Kafka's total output is about 1500 pages. Kafka's most famous work is The Metamorphosis, about a man who wakes up one morning to find himself transformed into an insect or a vermin. He has a human mind but an animal body, which we all do. Kafka's greatest novel, The Trial, is about a man who is arrested for a crime he has no idea has committed. Nobody explains what his crime is. It makes you think whether this fake or real, as if Joseph K is following his own trial without ever finding out what he has done wrong. But by the end of the novel we understand it's brutally real. I think Joseph K's biggest mistake was that he believed in the authority that was persecuting him. He took it seriously, he chased his own case. In a way Kafka says that everyone is stopped believing in the system, it holds no power. Or we are just guilty for being, for existing. Proust's novel In Search of Lost Time comes to about 3,000 pages or 1.2 million words. In this novel, Proust attempts to recapture his lost childhood. We all lose our childhood, we miss it terribly, we spend our childhood trying to be like grown-ups, but when we grow up we spend the rest of our lives to recapture that childhood. But Proust turned that into art. He called his book not manufactured or written but garnered or merely translated. Kafka's writing is about failure. This failure in his own life, he never finished a novel, never got married despite trying to and never found containment. In all his stories, none of his characters find freedom or, and most end up destroyed by the nightmarish power of the system. The term Kafkaesque describes the powerlessness of individual in the hands of the oppressive system that is dark, gloomy, and no way to escape. Kafka made sure to name all his characters with the letter K, Kafka, to tell the world that he was feeling how his characters felt, a paralyzing nightmare. Proust, however, wrote about daydreaming. He was an optimist who did find victory at the end. 
His novel's ending is perhaps the greatest and most profound happy ending in all literature. It celebrates the creation of art as a human legacy in the face of destructive force of time. Despite time destroying everything, his protagonist manages to write his book to immortalize himself. The term Prussian refers to a moment when we smell a fragrance, taste the food, or listen to a sound, and we are suddenly transported to a moment in our past we thought we had lost. This involuntary memory allows us to recapture our past and present at the same time. Thus, we move beyond time. Proust in his novel describes when his protagonist dips a cake into a tea and puts it in his mouth and suddenly his childhood flushes inside him. It is said that this experience inspired Proust to write In Search of Lost Time. So in sum, both Kafka and Proust were dealing with the anxiety of freedom, but Kafka focused on diagnosing modernity and how we are inside a glass prison, how we are not totally free, how we are always considered guilty like in the works of Sigmund Freud, another German-speaking Jewish writer, and also how we can never get out of this cage. Proust, however, focused his energy on how we are prisoners of time itself, and he does offer a cure that through art and creativity we can break through time and experience freedom, which is really wonderful. Kafka sees human dualistic, your human mind is stuck in your animal body, resulting in a kind of emptiness. Proust celebrates the animalistic body, especially its intuition and senses that allow us to remember things. Kafka's characters feel stifled, while Proust's characters cannot stop talking endlessly. Kafka hugs his knees in a dark room, shackled, while Proust dances in Parisian streets on the seaside of Baalbek and glides through the streets of Venice. In Kafka, you die without knowing your guilt, while in Proust, you experience a cathartic release. If one has to characterize Proust in Kafka's works, Proust was an artist of time, while Kafka was an artist of space. Proust in Search of Lost Time starts with time when his protagonist cannot fall asleep at night, and 3,000 pages later, it ends with time. Of course, the novel talks about places too. In fact, Volume 1 and 3 are titled after specific places, Swansway and Germanswe. Both are walkways that Proust and his family went for a walk. But it's safe to say Proust was an artist of time. His protagonist, Marcel, has to fight time, the antagonist of the novel. Time is the enemy that destroys everything. It is his job to capture it in his novel, which he does brilliantly. Kafka, on the other hand, is an artist of claustrophobia, confinement, and stifling spaces. All his characters are shackled by the authority or establishment. In the metamorphosis, his character, Gregor Samsa, has turned into an insect, which means he cannot get out of his room due to his shame, but also due to his legs being too weak to carry his body. And the trial Joseph K spends endless hours in the dark corridors of legal nightmare. The same in the castle, a man stuck in a village trying to get inside a castle, yet it's locked from him forever. So Proust wrote about the cruelty of time, what it does to the human body, it destroys and decays our beauty and youth as we age, while human memory fights back. Kafka wrote about the cruelty of the system that confines you in a tight space like some labyrinth or a maze. It is safe to say both Kafka and Proust wrote about themselves. All Kafka's characters have a name beginning with K, so they were in a sense all Kafka. 
Proust's protagonist is Marcel, in other words, Marcel Proust. Kafka's characters are mostly grown up, caught up in the system. Proust's characters, however, go through different stages in life, from childhood all the way to old age. As I said earlier, Kafka's characters feel stifled, while Proust's characters cannot stop talking. Writing style. Kafka's writing is journalistic, objective, you could say a bit dry. He remains as a matter of fact as possible, which is very German. There are beautiful sentences in his novels and short stories, but Kafka is known for depth and profundity rather than beauty. Proust, however, is more beautiful in sentences. Proust's writings become more artistic as he focuses more on nature and the nature of beauty. Kafka's settings are mostly man-made, courtroom, buildings, castles, room, dark corridors, lawyer's office. But Proust's settings are beautiful cathedrals, theatres, Venice, the seaside of Baalbek and the village of Combray. Kafka's profound in socio-political sense, while Proust is profound in artistic, psychological terms. Kafka punches you in the face to wake you up in the morning that you have turned into an insect. Proust tickles your nostrils. Kafka has shorter sentences while Proust goes to town with his long, winding sentences. Proust spends 30 pages talking about how one couldn't fall asleep, while Kafka reduces a whole metamorphosis into one sentence. Proust talks about not being able to fall asleep. Kafka wakes you up as an insect. Philosophy, Pessimism versus Optimism Kafka's pessimistic writing is almost akin to Schopenhauer's philosophy that life is nothing but suffering, so we have no choice but to resign ourselves to this fate. For Kafka, life is for the most part absurd. No matter how much you fight, there is no way you can win. All of his characters lose at the end, none of them triumph. Despite the fact that you might think of ourselves as important, significant, at the end of the day we are nothing. Proust acknowledges that faced with the destructive power of time, we are powerless. But he then does something amazing. He digs deeper into the human body, specifically in our senses and memory, to allow us to transcend time. So in a sense, Proust understands Schopenhauer's pessimism in the face of life being nothing but suffering, but he then becomes Nietzschean that suffering is also an opportunity for an artist. Suffering allows you to change. Suffering allows you to create something profound, something beautiful. For Proust, you have to rely on your work, artistic creativity and expression to defy life's suffering. In a sense, both Kafka and Proust turned their own sufferings into works of art. Kafka didn't say it explicitly, but he did it. Proust talked about it and did it. Now, who's better? I love them both. I have spent hours reading their stories and about them. I think they have different messages. Reading Kafka is like taking a pill that wakes you up to the reality of the world. While reading Proust allows you to decide what to do with it. So I always advise people to read Kafka first and then read Proust. Kafka tells you how things are and Proust tells you how to live your life after you know the reality. I personally love Proust a bit more. I think reading Proust is a huge journey. That is why almost 95% of people who start reading Proust never finish it. Kafka's stories are less of an investment. You can read the metamorphosis in just a couple of hours. His novel The Trial is only 40,000 words, about 130 pages. Now let's look at who is more popular in Goodreads. I think even before looking, we all know the answer. 
Kafka is far more accessible, Proust is not. So this is a bit unfair, but let's look anyway and I'll explain why that is. Looking at them side by side, Kafka is rated 1.4 million times, the same as the population of Estonia, while Proust is only rated 130,000 times, only 10% of it. The same with reviews, Kafka has 51,000 reviews and Proust only 11,000 reviews. The only metric in favor of Proust is enjoyment as he gets 4.2 stars while Kafka gets 3.9 stars. Now here, I'll tell you something, if you manage to finish Proust, I guarantee that you will turn into his biggest admirer. It's always guaranteed. With Kafka, I cannot say that. One reason Kafka is more popular on Goodreads or in general is because of the length of his stories, but also because of the political climate we live in. People are anxious about societal forces, political repression, and he's more widely quoted in the mainstream media, just like Orwell is quoted. Another reason is that Kafka only shows what the problem is. We humans like to know, but we hardly ever try to do something about it. That's where Proust comes. He shows you what to do, but he takes you on a journey, a winding country road that goes for months and by the end you're transformed into someone else. You can barely recognize yourself. And that's what Proust did to me after I spent six months reading the entire In Search of Lost Time. In Kafka, we have become more like animals, controlled, tamed, shackled through work, education, legal system and surveillance. While in Proust, we find freedom in our natural instinct, which can never be tamed. The animal has evolved beyond time. In Kafka, the enemy is society, the system or authority, while in Proust, the enemy is time. You have limited time to do something great. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.